Hello humans, welcome to The Frontline, the leadership and business podcast brought to you by Peregrine Corporate Services, an Isle of Man-based fiduciary provider. My name is Martin Hall, thanks for listening. In this podcast, we chat to an array of business leaders from different sectors to learn more about them, their market, skill sets and knowledge. We hope you enjoy. Today I'm joined by Kurt. Thanks for joining us today, Kurt. Thanks, Martin. Pleasure. So, provide our listeners a little bit of background to yourself, your education and growing up with that accent. Where, whereabouts are you in the world? Sure. Um, I'm based in uh, Sydney, Australia, um, and I am a partner at ESV. Um, and um, my sort of background um, was I grew up in a small country town of around 3,000 people in uh, northwest New South Wales, the state of Australia. Um, and I went to um, school there uh, till high school uh, when I changed schools and traveled about two hours one way to a slightly larger town of 63,000 people uh, mm. called Tamworth um, and did my schooling and high school there. Um, and I did my Bachelor of Business degree at the University of Technology in Sydney and right. squeezed in a few extra subjects and knocked that off part time as I worked. Uh, start of my career really and the, the business studies was that something that I guess interested you or was it just you fell into it um I, I I didn't really fall into it I actually did my work experience in an accounting firm in my small little country town um it was always something that interested me um well the commerciality around it I suppose not the debits and credits I had no idea about those back in in high school um but it was more about, you know, how to how to run businesses and um, how to how to move ahead. And that, with a town of three thousand people, I was getting out of there, so it seemed like a good idea to to get that way as well. And that that initial career step into, I believe you went straight into uh, ESV. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. My uh, I was lucky enough in my last part of high school to have a few job interviews and and gain a few um, job offers and one of them was um, at ESV um, and um, it basically uh, I accepted that um, in the in the division that it was we demerged out of a larger firm 12 months after I started which for all intents and purposes was really the the catalyst of um, ESV that it is today so that's um, some Two or thirty-one odd years ago, we had our birthday the other day, so thirty years. So, so that interesting the 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 length of time really with one firm because it's it's more getting more and more uncommon that loyalty. Well, it's not people's lack of loyalty, but that that lack of service in one place. Uh, is that something I presume you pride yourself on being there that long? Yeah, I, I, I must admit I did not do all of my time at ESV. I um I did my first six years, if you like, running through uni and, and doing almost all of my professional year studies. Um, but I suppose like most young people that we encounter today, I um I wanted to see what the larger firms were like. You know, the fat four that we call them today. Back in my days it was the, the big eight. Um, and I um, left ESV for a small 18-month, two-year hiatus in Deloitte. And um, I worked at Deloitte for, um, for a small period, but worked out that that wasn't for me pretty quickly and um, 
return to, to the fold of ESV, um, you know, after a pretty short period of time. But I think you're right, Martin, you know, it's, it's, um, it's something that I do pride myself on. And um, I think the culture that we have in our firm, um, you know, strives to have longevity and we're slowly but surely getting some of that change uh, happening in people and they're seeing career paths and thinking about what that means on a longer term basis, not having you know, five or six names on a resume may not be the be all and end all of things nowadays. And how, uh, how many of you are, that, or how many are working there within the business? Um, at the moment, we are around 75, 80 on a good day, but yeah, 75 at the moment. Um, I have uh, 11 partners um, and client directors. Um, and then we've, uh, yeah, we've got the, the 75 on professional staff now. So it's, it's grown uh, much different to the firm of, I don't know, 30 or 35 that, that we commenced many years ago. Um, so slowly but surely we, we gain some traction and, and keep going onwards. And that, that culture you mentioned there, how do you find, I've worked in a business where at 35 to 40, you have a culture within a business and at that level, it's kind of still feels like a family business. And when you get to kind of 35, 40, it's kind of starting to tip over and the gap between, between everything is just expanding. So to continue to build that culture now, you double that size. Is that, yep. has there been those challenges in doing that? Yeah, I, I think like with any businesses, you've got growing pains. Um, we, um, we've been quite receptive to, um, I suppose, being, being a better firm um, and looking for th initiatives and things to make it a better firm. A lot of my have had some back in the larger firms and, you know, you, you luckily pick good things up from those environments. So, um, you know, we, we try different things and, and one of the, um, the that came through some years ago was we, we ran an exercise as a partner group around what it, what we thought it meant um, culturally for our people. Uh, what were we seeing? Were the good people that would stay with us, do really good work? We'd like them, um, you know, trying to figure that, that, that sort of profile out. And then we worked with our leadership team to to sort of put some cultural principles out. Um, and we we ran a lot of sessions with our staff about it. And um, we have, um, from that sort of infancy of, of culture, ideas and concepts, um, put them on our website. We hire by them. We do job reviews by them. Um, they we talk about them a lot um and i think as a firm continuing to grow that's that's very helpful um and 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 it does change that sort of mentality around a family um you know a, a family business and it, and it becomes more uh, impactful if if you, if you get my meaning there. yeah yeah no it's an interesting uh, it's an interesting approach actually yeah no it's like you say hopefully those values uh, then yeah filter because you oh my view is because that business grows so big and there's so many of you people talking about it helps but having that visual aspect of these are the principles and this is what we abide by and yeah so it's, and it also feeds out to your clients ultimately as well which is correct which is correct so so a lot of them are client 
some of them are client directed you know we've got one that's dot the i's you know we, we don't like to do stuff that's not if we can get perfect that'd be great but you know uh dot the dot the i's and um but then some of them are uh around the people we we really like people to you know work hard while you're in the office but we don't want to flog people that's not yeah. who we are that's not the culture we want to be known for um people have got lives outside of esv and uh you know they're very important to us so um we we have a, a one of our culture of five culture principles is um go hard go home um so go hard while you're in the office and then get out of here yeah. so um that's been useful so um yeah so so, so during during your career uh, there and, and perhaps the hiatus as well with uh, yep. as mentor if, if you have mentors that have helped you along the way that have been an important part yeah business. yeah I have Martin I, I suppose I've been lucky that um, with our firm ESV I've actually managed to work with um, those founding partners on my journey um, I started work with Graham Einfeld um when i was a pimply faced kid out of high school um I'm half the size i am today um and then i'm transitioned to working with robert simons and then in you know in the in parts of my partnership career i was working closely with jeff Fintz. so um each of those gentlemen are very unique and very um professional in their own way and i and i've been very lucky to be able to pick um, great traits out of them. I hope I'm, I'm probably won't be the men that they are, but um, yeah, great little traits and little you know, tips and tricks and um, you know business acumen along the way from them. Um, so that's that's been very useful for me. Um, and yeah, you know you come across business mentors and other partners that. Um, you work with when you have been at a firm that I have been at for a long time of you know, all but I say two years all but two years of a 32 year career is um is with you know a lot of these people which is which yeah. is great and out of interest obviously not we're not going to name names but I presume there's the opposite of that as well where you see traits of, of individuals that you you know I think we all do that you think oh I, I need to do things differently because you perhaps see how people react to that to their demeanor yeah. their approach yeah i think as you um as you probably can imagine as you get a, a bit older and you get a bit bit more um iq or eq or whatever it is um more perceptive around people management and um our game as 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 you know we've got ourselves business advisors you know it's more than being accountants nowadays mm. um our job is people related so um we, you know, you pick a bit, a bit of that up, and yes, there are people that I've um, said I don't really want to do that, and I don't really want to be like that, and it's front of mind, and um, and I hope I do, you know, the right thing by the people that work with me and for me, and collaboratively we we achieve results. So yeah, it's self-awareness, um, isn't that a lot? It's self-awareness. Yeah, it is, and I think when you're younger and you know you you've got you're battling your own different priorities and. Um, you know, it's, you, you go from education into then, you know, your career building and then all of a sudden it morphs into maybe family building and that becomes very important. But, you know, you've got that constant around, um, well, I did constant around um, also trying to build a firm and, and build a, a nice firm that I could um, you know, 
take it to a different level or another level and, and leave it for somebody that I hopefully can see coming up through the ranks for me. That would be nice. Um, Absolutely. That's how firms grow, I think. Yeah, no, I agree. That's how we've grown. So we, ch- we chatted before we came on air about the, we're now recording late September, you know, COVID still affecting the world. One of the questions I had was around challenges in the ind- you find in the industry, whether positive or negative, not necessarily a COVID related question, just generally. Um, yeah. What, what challenges do you have in your industry? Yeah. Um, meeting with competitors and how you try and get ahead and. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, and we've made a sort of, uh, as we talked about before, you know, um, with COVID, you know, it's there, it's done. I think everyone's working through it as the best they can in the environment they can. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult without a doubt. Um, we've made a decision, I think, as our business that, um, it's here, we get it, but we, we, we're just going to move on. Um, and I think the challenges in our world now, um, we, we can't let them be, um, you know, pushed down into the COVID level. That's just an excuse. You know, it's, it's, it's going to be here. Let's get on with it. So um, I think, you know, our challenges in our business and, and whether that's industry, it probably is. But um, we really, we've, we've boiled it down really to four four drivers in our business at the moment, which is um, we're going to drive our future. We're not going to let let COVID drag us along and, um, you know, be be um, reactive rather than proactive. So we're we're engaging a lot more with our clients. We're, we're trying to find out what their pain points are, uh, trying to help them look for their own opportunities um, and sort of be successful together with them on purpose. Um, so that, that, I think that's a challenge. I think you've got to be, you've got to be looking at what you want to do and because and, you're not going to get there if you don't know where you're going. So, so that's a, I think that's a challenge, um, the service offering, the value position. Um, another thing in our industry um, and a driver for our business is our people. Um, so I think, you know, you, um, there'll be AI, there'll be jobs that we will, would have done when I was a, when I was a kid. Um, they're not done anymore. They're, their AI has taken all that over and, and done whatever it will do. And that'll be stuff we do today. But and again, we're people, we're a people business. And I think that, you know, we've got to develop our people. We've got to nurture our talent. People are not going to want to talk to a, um, you know, a robot. They want to talk to somebody that relates to them and gets that their child's sick or their girlfriend's run away with another guy or whatever it is. But, you know, you've got to deal with, with all of the people stuff. So, um, changing that trusted advisor or putting that trusted advisor mindset is, is part of our growth so that's important yeah. um i talk a bit about remaining relevant um so again being proactive and, and stuff like that and i think the challenges of evolving your business practices um i think if you um i remember part of our tag alliance as peter Ackles and jones has a great phrase uh he was one of the founders of the tag alliances um if you're doing business the same way today as you did yesterday, you're probably going out of business tomorrow, something on those lines. And you know, that I constantly reflect on that because it's it's the evolving your business. So it's working out how to do things better, smarter, more efficient. Um, it, it's a thing that we, I think as an industry, you've just got to keep questioning yourself. Um, Evolving's a good and word. <laughs> I was gonna say evolving's a good word, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think you've just got to evolve. You've got to be better and evolve. So, um, so they're sort of, you know, as an industry, my take on things. 
right yeah. there wrongly from down under. <laughs> no, <laughs> that makes different. No, no. It absolutely makes sense. So on the yeah. touch about tag that on the net on the network side, which is how yeah. people know each other. The yes. When you look at networking in general, outside of tag as well, what's your general approach approach for networking? Is that is that you know primary focus is client service, and then often the, the connections come from that, or is it a bit a bit of everything? yeah, yeah. I, I you know man, I've never been a massive luncher drinker um, in terms of you know socialising in that way. I've I've, I've always felt that um, you know as trusted advisors we earn our stripes by doing a really good job and um, a client referring us to their mate or their friend or somebody that, that mentions a pain point so a big big part of my um, networking is doing just that um, and I think as you as you get more gray hair and um, more um, longer term relationships I'm, I'm very lucky as a partner at ESB that I have taken courage of some very um, fantastic clients that are, are we're on our next generation of people and I'm building relationships with um, the son or the daughter of a patriarch or a matriarch that has been with our firm over 30 years um, and in some instances longer in the other iterations of, of my previous partners so um, that in itself becomes a networking type opportunity because I am dealing with their friends and um, you know their their people that they acquaintances they come across and um, and they're they're a lot you know they're proactive um, we're lucky that our clients are like that so networking in that prospect personally is that um, but you know I'm I'm also lucky enough to have been associated with the with the tag alliances um, from. My first conference in uh, 2004 as a, as a nice new junior fresh partner um, and shooting over to Madrid and meeting a lot of people that I'd never seen before and getting out of my comfort zone. Um, that's been a very big thing. I, I was appointed or asked to join the advisory board in 2008 and um, have been part of that um, organization for now what coming on 12 years as, as the advisory board member um, which um, I have uh, valued very much because it's um, we as a firm we made the decision when I was sent to Madrid um, from down under in a smaller firm than what we are today that you only get out of these networking and alliance groups what you put into it and that we weren't going to sit here and scratch our heads and say, well, what are we paying X for if we don't go and don't participate? Um, and that's been our mantra ever since. And um, I've been lucky enough to go and meet some really great people and, um, and talk about things that are relative to our firms. And um, they've been uh, invaluable, invaluable for me um, and the friendships I've developed and, uh, and the referral networks that I've built I quite proudly say to new clients that I can put you in place with a lawyer or an accountant or an advisor in almost every part of the world. And um, for my sins, I've probably had a beer with them as well. So um, <laughs> that's, that's usually, uh, it usually goes down really well. And it's probably the honest truth. I have probably had a beer with most of the people <laughs> that we managed to work with, which is it, good. It's a powerful, me it is a powerful message that of that ability to knock on pretty much a door of, of any financial service around the world and, and get mm. to speak to someone within within that network. So yeah, it is yeah. And the uh, the story around, uh, do we get the story about watches? Do we get to hear about that? 
Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that was um, a little bit of my, um, I don't know why I did that, but yeah, I, I, I decided to um, um, purchase a watch given I traveled so far from from Sydney to almost every conference other than the one that we had here in Sydney, um, last our, our last real conference before we went virtual. Um, so yeah, I, I bought a watch in uh, in all in every conference that I attend. So I've got a bit of a, a collection now. I think over twenty five. I've been to a lot of conferences, um, showed my face in a lot of them. So I don't. I'm not extravagant. They're not Rolexes or um, anything like that. But um, I'm. I don't know. It's just one of my things, and I, I I look at my little watch box often, and funnily enough, can remember where I bought the watches in some instances who I was with um, and they bring back really good memories and um, you know of the people that sometimes I'm you know and are actually no longer participating in the conference as well which is a which is a good thing yeah yeah interesting so uh, on on the point of obviously being a partner in a firm there's there's in the role and in developing a business naturally stress comes with 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 work whatever level you're at ultimately how do you yeah. find, uh, you know, do you have, you know, have you got mechanisms? Do you, you uh, walk out at five o'clock, I can switch off and, and, and park it? Or how, how do you deal, you know, how do you deal with it? Yeah, I'm, I'm not much of a uh, walk out at five o'clock, man. I start early and um, probably my, my wife and family will tell you I probably work too late as well. But um, I'm trying to change that, I think, in my twilight of my career. And uh, I think maybe as you get a bit... Um, more comfortable in your role and, and I think probably more comfortable in what we're building at ESV. I, I, I do see the ability to let go a bit more. Um, de-stressing um, has pretty much been my, I suppose, my family and um, my, um, yeah, watching them grow and uh, having, you know, a wonderful wife to support me and, um, yeah, getting on with that sort of life, building that life and, um, yeah, they're they're older now, so they're you know, making career decisions and university decisions and all of that stuff, which is exciting in many ways and um, anxious and more stress than others. But yeah, no, it's good. But um, yeah, the, uh, again, you know, de-stressing, going to the conferences every. So I've been lucky enough to do it every six months um, before uh, COVID hit. So yeah, that that was something to always give me a bit of a spur on for, for six months and yeah. see some of these uh, these ladies and, and gentlemen that I have met on my travels and talk about their businesses and I, I get enjoyment from that. Um, so yeah, it's been good. But I do a bit of walking and used to play golf before we had kids, but that's a long time ago. And now I only play it poorly, so um, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, maybe just one final question, which I suppose is, is always slightly envious from from the cold side of the world. Uh, uh, outside, you mentioned there, walk outside of work. Is that that then? You know, you mentioned there, a bit of walk and family. Is that the? We're always envious that you know you start having barbecues every evening. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe not every evening, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Well, we live um, very close to a national park here. I, I live, actually live in the Blue Mountains uh, outside of Sydney. Um, my wife um, is from here, and that was one of her conditions of me chasing her around Sydney was to come up here and and chase her up here and then live. So, yeah, we do a bit of um, walking in our national park. I, you know, we get out. We've got a couple of dogs and. Um, 
there's good restaurants up here and um and uh i have a bit of a um a passion for wines as well so it's 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 all good um so yeah we're coming into summer too martin so I, I, you know i don't want to sort of bang on about that but uh it's Why warming up here mate we'll have 30 degrees come the weekend so um, it'll be nice yeah, nice. Fahrenheit, I think. <laughs> uh, now, thanks for joining us today. Really insightful. Thanks for obviously a bit of background on on the business as well. From a, a contact contact perspective, assume you're happy enough. If we if we drop in our show notes, uh, obviously website, LinkedIn profile, and people, you know, if they want to connect, say hello. Yeah. The network or, or not within the network to drop you a line. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm um, I'm contactable on all forms of of business media, not so much on uh, social media, but um, yeah, um, through our website, our emails, uh, anyone that needs anything worldwide down here in, in Sydney and or Australia or, or whatever, we're, we're around. Yeah, okay, great. Thanks for joining us today. It's, I appreciate your time. Thanks very much, man. Take care. Cheers. Thanks for listening, everyone.